Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today is September 2nd, 2023, and welcome to this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend. I'm your host, Daniel Hopwood, and today we will be talking about the three things you need to know going into this weekend, emotional resilience, market winners and losers, the AI market, the potential shift in cannabis, and nature versus nurture. To start, here are the three things you need to know going into this weekend. Despite the recent rally, stocks have taken a hit in August, with all three major indices finishing in the negative. Among the few standouts, cannabis companies emerged as the bright spot after the Department of Health suggested reclassifying pot as a low-risk substance. Meanwhile, a report released from the Federal Reserve hints at inflation steering back towards their 2% target. On top of this, the latest jobs report indicated a slowdown but suggests the labor market remains stable, precisely what the Federal Reserve aims for. The phrase, ice cream machine broken, has become all too familiar for McDonald's patrons, promoting the online repair company iFixit to seek permission to mend the infamous soft-serve dispute but current copyright laws stand in their way. A deep dive by iFixit reveals that the machines, despite their complex error messages, have easily replaceable parts. But there's a catch. With every breakdown, franchise owners need a certified technician from Taylor Company, the machine's manufacturer. This exclusive repair agreement doesn't come cheap, with costs soaring to $350 for just 15 minutes of service by the company. Further complicating the matter is a device by Catch, designed to decode the machine's cryptic error messages, which has now become center of a two-year legal dispute involving McDonald's and Taylor. To address this, iFixit, backed by nonprofit Public Knowledge, is urging Congress to pass Freedom of Repair Act, which would reshape current copyright restrictions and endorse independent repairs. Taylor Swift fans rejoice. The iconic singer's Eras Tour is set to make splash on the silver screen. Swapping stadium seats that could set fans back $1,000 for cinematic experience, priced at just under $20, AMC Theaters announced the release. But there's a twist. The overwhelming demand for Swift's fan base led to the AMC website crashing. To cater to the Swifty masses, AMC has committed to multiple-day screenings during the initial run of the concert film. And in a twist of Hollywood drama, the release of the much-anticipated Exorcist movie was rescheduled to avoid a clash with Swift's concert film leading to the phrase, Taylor wins, making rounds in internet circles. Those are three things you need to know going into the weekend, brought to you by Arbitrage Trade, your trusted place for business, finance, and tech information. Up to U.S. Kids presents, what to expect when you're expecting, a teenager, learning the lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time, as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Hi, Caroline. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Royce. 
Um, today, um, we want to talk a little bit about uh, emotional resilience, right? Right. And a, a lot of people have probably heard of emotional intelligence. So you have IQ, but then emotional intelligence, EQ. And that's kind of things like empathy, communication, social skills, self-awareness, things like yeah. that. But emotional resilience um, is kind of your ability to respond to stressful and unexpected things and kind of how you deal with that. And so like a flight or, uh, fight or flight response, sort of? Um, sort of like that, but even more, um, like I mentioned uh, in an article that will be on the blog, um, there are two authors who studied resilient people to write this book, and they studied Vietnam prisoners of war, special forces instructors, civilians, kind of people who you might think you might have some PTSD from that. Definitely um, sometimes. But it can't even be things like, um, how do you respond when you get a flat tire and you're late to work? It can even be some small things in emotional resilience. Um, and so uh, there's a uh, Harvard trained clinical psychologist, her name is Dr. Courtney Warren, and she compiled a list of some things you can kind of say to yourself to okay. help with your emotional intelligence. And me being the type person I am, and Royce, you've known me for a long time now, uh, there, sure. there there are um, a just Maybe a little bit, yeah. right? There, there uh, were two of these that I actually wrote down on post-it notes and have them um, next to my bed. So I read them every night and first thing in the morning, um, just to, you know, yeah. try to help me out. You know, things like, I can get through this as much as I hate it. I know I will survive it. Yes. That type thing. Um, one of my favorites was, um, I won't always be happy with how things play out, but it's part of the journey. Yes. And so things might not be okay. It's part of the journey. Things can get better. Um, each day is an opportunity to feel better. Yes. So that's I an, say that to my son Oliver. Oh, there you go. Who just started kindergarten, right? Yep. And he has a little bit of PTSD on that. He's like, no, don't leave me. It's kindergarten. <laughs> oh, he's going to do great, though. He, yes. he, he is going to do that. And even when I was a teacher, I would say that, you know, man, I had a rough teaching day. I did a terrible job. The fire alarm went off. We had 12 announcements interrupt. Tomorrow, I'm going to start with a clean slate. Yes. Tomorrow is a new day. And That's so, literally how you have to build yourself. Otherwise, basically, you, you'll get in an endless cycle of basically spiraling down. Right. And we, we don't want that. So no. each day, try yeah. to start new. Easier said than done. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, you know, definitely try that. It's also okay. I, um, I was speaking with one of our colleagues, Becca, and yeah. one of the ones that she liked, she read this article was, I need some time. And that it's okay. You don't have to immediately respond or make a big decision it's okay to need some time Absolutely. to take a step back. Refocus. And refocus. And yes. Improve. Yes. Yeah. Um, exactly. Uh, one saying that I hate was when people say, well, it is what it is. It just kind of, it always leaves me feeling powerless. Like, well, it is what it is and I can't change it. And so Dr. Warren suggested saying something more like, I have to see reality for what it is, even if it's not I, what I want so that I can move forward. And that so, makes sense. That makes sense. Right. And so kind of what, what you have to do is have uh, a realistic view of your world, but try to keep it with a positive outlook. So the, the best one that I try to take away and ask myself when I'm in a, a difficult situation, how can I use this experience? How can I use it to empower and transform me? So trying to find those positive things, even if it's bad. Even if it's bad. How can I use it to help me become a better person? Yeah. Look on the brighter side of life, right? We try. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Uh, I was about to call you Rebecca. But oh, no. Thank you for being here, Caroline. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Thank you, Royce.
If you can plan barbecues and weddings, you can plan to protect yourself from a natural disaster. Sign up for local alerts, prepare an emergency kit, and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Welcome to another segment of Winners and Losers. This week's winner is Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, or GBTC for short. Let's dive into why. Grayscale investments have made a massive breakthrough for Bitcoin. A US appeals court has given them the green light to launch the first ever Bitcoin ETF in the United States. This landmark decision could pave the way for regular investors to invest in the ETFs that directly track Bitcoin's spot price, potentially unlocking billions in trapped value inside GBTC. Major financial players like BlackRock and Fidelity have also joined the race, signaling impending price competition in the Bitcoin ETF market. A bit of background, Grayscale Bitcoin Trust faced hurdles because it traded at a premium to its actual Bitcoin value that it held, and then later at a substantial discount. This discount drew interest as an arbitrage opportunity, but also drew criticism in legal battles. The company attempted to convert the funds into an ETF to address the discount issue, However, they were initially denied by the SEC over concerns about market manipulation. After a spirited legal battle, the Court of Appeals ruled in Grayscale's favor, indicating that they may soon see a Bitcoin ETF in the market. Grayscale's ETF conversion isn't automatic, as it takes about 45 to 60 days to process. But with the ruling, it seems more likely than ever that it'll come to fruition. For investors, this development could be significant. GBTC, which currently trades at about a 10 to 15% discount to Bitcoin value it holds, might offer a lucrative opportunity once the ETF converts and is approved. However, keep an eye out for Fidelity and BlackRock. If they launch a Bitcoin ETF with lower fees in GBTC, they might just be a better betting option in the long run. To wrap it up, the introduction of Bitcoin's ETF represents a massive leap forward in the crypto industry making it easier and safer for investors to get Bitcoin exposure. GBTC's impending ETF conversion is certainly one to watch. Now, on to the loser of this week, which is a good loser to have because it means the recent hurricane that hit Florida didn't cause as much damage as everyone thought. So with the loser for this week, we have Generac Holdings, ticker GNRC. Here's the rundown. As Tropical Storm Idalia approaches Florida and was forecasted to evolve into a Category 3 hurricane, there was a buzz in the market. Generac, known for its backup generators, saw its stock rise 4% on Monday. Historically, the company has benefited whenever North America braces for power disruptions due to extreme weather conditions. And with Florida gearing up for its first major storm of the Atlantic hurricane season, Generac seemed poised to shine. 
Florida Governor Ron DeSantis declared a state of emergency across 45 counties, and there were memories of last year's devastating Hurricane Ian that claimed over 140 lives. But here's the twist. Despite the bleak forecast, Idalia wasn't as destructive as anticipated. The hurricane made landfalls at Category 3 on Florida's Gulf Coast, but soon downgraded to a tropical storm, causing less damage than feared. This turn of events impacted the stock market. While insurers like Allstate, Progressive, and others saw a bump in their stock price due to claims not being as bad as predicted, Generac took a hit. After enjoying a surge in share price in the preceding days, Generac's stock fell, reflecting the market's adjusted expectations. For a broader perspective, AccuWeather's damage estimates for Idalia stand between $18 billion to $20 billion for the Southeast U.S., which is a stark contrast to last year's Hurricane Ian, which inflicted economic losses of a staggering $180 billion to $210 billion. But there's some good news to come across the board. Duke Energy restored power to 135,000 homes and businesses. Airports in Tampa and Tallahassee are set to resume full operation, signaling good tiding for airlines like Southwest, Delta, and American Airlines. To sum it up, while Generac's anticipation of a significant boost due to a tropical storm Idalia might have seemed short-lived, it serves as a reminder of the unpredictability of both weather and the stock market. Stay safe and invest wisely. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What is dedication? My biggest fear in the middle of my addiction was that my kids wouldn't have a father. And I started thinking, you know what? This isn't my story. I definitely had to become a better man to be a better father. It's important to me that my kids are empowered and truly believe that if, if they can think it, they can do it. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hey, Daniel, thank you for joining us uh, today. What do you got for us? So today we're here to talk about the evolution of AI and how NVIDIA currently sits at the top of it, uh, but for some very interesting reasons. Oh, cool, cool. I know they did stuff with the cryptocurrency miners. So yeah, uh, what, what else are they doing with AI? Yeah, so, you know, they... They've actually been around since uh, 1993 when they first came about with bringing, you know, GPUs into the market in a high performance uh, capacity. So, you know, yeah. they came in with those. They started with, you know, really looking at computer games, uh, then going into, you know, servers that needed really high throughput computing. And then, you know, in, you know, 2017, 18, 19, we came 
very valuable for their ability to mine Ethereum, especially for their uh, uh, proof of work. I even participated in that just a little bit. So I'm sure you remember during that time, the cost of those uh, GPUs went through the roof. You know, you buy them for thousands of dollars over retail price on eBay. Um, yeah. And so and, now, and that, that they were like eight to 10 years old. So like a 1660, it's like, okay, that's ancient technology, but it's exactly what people were using to buy and mine Ethereum with. So yeah. who knew? So, so now their newest product, the H100, is you know the most sought after chip for AI workloads. Um, you know, oh, companies nice. like OpenAI are using them like crazy. And with NVIDIA being the main producer of GPUs, especially high-end GPUs, they're you know in very limited supply um, and they're needed by a lot of companies, you know, outside of OpenAI, you're looking at Amazon, Google, uh, you know, Microsoft even made that investment OpenAI, they need the chips themselves. And so something that came out uh, this week with their earnings report is that they went, um, they beat their data center revenue by $2.3 billion. Oh, wow. Which is coincidentally the line of credit that they gave to a company called CoreWeave, which is essentially cloud for GPU chips. So you can think of it cloud specifically for AI, which oh, funny wow. enough, they were, um, when they were originally founded, they were supposed to be cloud for crypto mining. So yeah, you know, they, yeah, a little they, pivot they that every software engineer in San Francisco is currently yeah. going through. Huh, cool. And, and the interesting part about that line of credit was that it was mostly financed by BlackRock, which owned 182 million shares of NVIDIA. And with that pop in earnings, they were estimated made about $9.4 billion um, if they I'm were in the wrong business. Higher stake. So, you know, <laughs> over a 400% ROI because they were not the only financer in that deal. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Um, did you hear that also uh, those legacy miners, like for NVIDIA, they you can actually stand up an in-house chat GPT server. I, I have heard that a lot of the workloads have become a lot smaller, so you don't have to run it on crazy compute. And a lot of companies and individuals have been able to start running things on their, even their local machine, like on their laptop. Um, oh, wow. So, you know, it's interesting to see how long, you know, these big uh, data centers that focus on GPUs and high throughput workloads for, you know, open AI will definitely be around, but how quickly, you know, things are downsizing in tech like they always do. Oh, wow. Well, I'm hoping that we find out a whole lot more about this. Um, if you guys want to read more about this, uh, go and look at our blog on arbitragetrade.com. Thank you again, uh, Daniel, for joining us. Appreciate you. Have a good one, man. You know, I grew up hearing that women are bad with money, but like many of you, I spent years paying bills, managing checking accounts, and taking care of my family. So turns out women are pretty good with money after all. And now I'm taking control of my financial future by saving for retirement. It's never too late to start, and there's a great website to help you. Check out WeSaySaveIt.org and jumpstart your retirement savings on your budget and your timeline. That's WeSaySaveIt.org, brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just... No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving, just isn't worth it. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. 
Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Today, on our market deep dive, we're diving into a topic that's been lighting up the stock market, and that's the world of cannabis. Midday Wednesday saw a significant rally in cannabis stocks, all thanks to a notable development regarding the drug's classification in the U.S. Let's break it down. Bloomberg dropped a bombshell report suggesting the U.S. might be shifting its stance on cannabis. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, or HHS for short, has reportedly penned a letter to the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration, the DEA, recommending a shift in classification of cannabis under the Controlled Substance Act. Now, for those not in the know, cannabis currently sits in the Schedule One category. This means it's seen in the same light as drugs like heroin and LSD, high potential for abuse and no acceptable medical use. The recommendation from HHS is to move cannabis to Schedule Three. Drugs in this category, like Tylenol with codeine, ketamine, and anabolic steroids, are considered to have low risk for psychological and physical dependency. This potential reclassification isn't just a political or medical move. It has serious implications in the business and investment world. So who's riding the green wave? First up, several Canadian firms saw their stock prices soar. We're talking about major players like Tilray, Canopy Growth, Aurora Cannabis, Kronos Village Farms, Curaleaf, and SNDL. And it's not just the Canadians getting in on the action. Multi-state operators in the U.S. are also seeing green. Farms like Cresco Labs, Columbia Care, True Leave Cannabis, Green Thumb Industries, Cure Leaf Holdings, and several others are all benefiting from this buzz along with marijuana ETFs. But what does it all mean for the average investor or those watching the industry? First, it's a sign of changing perceptions and acceptance around cannabis in the U.S. A move from Schedule 1 to Schedule 3 is a significant leap. Not only does it recognize the drug's potential medical applications, but it could pave the way for widespread legalization, further research, and broader market opportunities. For business in the cannabis sector, this could mean reducing regulatory hurdles, more opportunities for expansion, and a much larger potential customer base. It could also lead to further international partnerships and expansions. Investors, on the other hand, are clearly seeing potential. The rally indicates the market is betting on a bright future for cannabis, one where it is both a medical mainstay and a regulatory regular. However, with all investments, there is no guarantee. While the current signs and the recent rally are promising, the world of stocks is always unpredictable. The cannabis industry has faced its fair share of ups and downs with no exception. In summary, this potential reclassification of cannabis by the DEA, backed by the HHS recommendation, could be a game changer for the industry. But as always, if you're considering dipping your toes into the cannabis stock pool, do your research, consult with a financial advisor, and make informed decisions. This is not financial advice. That's all for today on the high-flying topics. Stay tuned, and as always, invest smartly. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. All right. Darren, I'm not sure if you've seen it or not, but I think we have a new blog post out there written by Ari, and it's called Nature versus Nurture. Where do you weigh in on that? Is this Dr. Harper or just Darren Harper? Uh, whichever one you'd like to be today. You're like, eh. I feel it was Darren. All right, Darren, let's hear it. Let's hear it. 
Well, you know, nature is kind of what you're born with, right? Yeah, yeah. And what you're made up of. Nurture is kind of the environment that you grow up in. And, and uh, so everyone has a different path and follows a different path to their, quote, intelligence, right? Yeah, so, for sure. It's all based on opportunity sometimes, right? Right, right, right. And then some people are blessed with it just from they, they come out of their mom just saying hey i got lots of intelligence over here yeah people like on that have asperger's that they're on the spectrum they yes. have superior basically their synapses fire way Ooh. faster than any of ours i envy them in that respect. absolutely and, and basically but sometimes there has to be a balance right because sometimes people who have book smarts right. may not have common sense and right. vice versa right so interacting although you may have a high iq over here it might be lacking severely on the other side. Hundred percent. There's been a couple of TV shows out there that that, that do that. You know that that somebody's really really intelligent or intelligent might not be able to converse as easily as the street smart guy that comes along and can basically talk you into the ground about everything, right? And tell you give you their opinion. But then you have those that are just too logical. Uh-huh. It's like they're born with that kind of IQ that's just so logical that they don't have the the ability to talk like you and I do, right? Yeah, we we don't talk very well at all. Yeah. Well, okay. okay, okay. Sometimes, sometimes right. it depends. No longer a friend of mine. <laughs> no. oh, I'm sorry. Or I mean, the door is the door. Where, the, do, the door's over there. No, but like, like for example, like I think it was um, a television show. You said Dookie Hauser. Dookie Hauser. Yeah, there's yeah. another one about a doctor. I forget. Not too long ago, there was one about a doctor who who was, you know, the most intelligent guy in the hospital, but his social skills just weren't there, right? Oh, yeah. It's, so, it's sometimes it's hard adjusting and 100%. basically correlating what what belongs here or not making it awkward. Don't be that guy to make it awkward, right? Right, 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 right. So, and so talking about nature versus nurture. Yes. We got Einstein. Einstein, they said his IQ was about 160. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out because I, I've heard a lot of people say that, IQ is based on time too. So like it's like it's how smart you are based on how much you've been exposed to by the time you're a certain age. So and, well, it's also just about like solving puzzles and and it, it's more about that kind of thing, right? I mean, uh, your IQ score, you get these IQ tests, and and so someone who is intelligent poorly on tests. I'm just gonna <laughs> right, right. That, you can you can score you know 100 on those tests and then still not be able to communicate and be intelligent that way because you can be intelligent two different ways right i mean oh yeah it's not just about your iq score that's just a number it's just a number and basically it does not define who you are 100 percent. so all right so once again nature versus nurture do you do you 100 say it's all nothing a little bit of both i think it's got to be both it's got to be both. i mean that, that's the that should be the goal all to right be, to be in between all right well, if you want to learn more about what we've been talking about today, you can go to our blog post on arbitragetrade.com and go take a read. Um, thank you again, Darren, for uh, coming on the show today. And I guess we will see you next week. Thanks for having me, Royce. All right. Appreciate you, man. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on another edition of Arbitrage Weekend News. You can always find us at arbitragetrade.com and on all social media platforms. Enjoy your weekend. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC is a privately held research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the contents of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to function as investment advice. 
Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit arbitragetrade.com.